Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 215. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, I'm, <clears throat> oh, wow. So don't, don't eat dinner right before the recording. <laughs> it was hard to talk right there. I just had spaghetti. <clears throat> yeah. What'd you have? I had, a, I had some ribs that I made uh, over the weekend. Hot Real dog. Good. Yeah. So I got a lot of like oil back there in the throat. Yeah, you got to clear your, your throat. I get that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, uh, that happens to me as well. Well, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and uh, check out our entertainment pod after you listen to this one. So uh, how about we kick things off, Andy, with some NBA? We should while, while it's here. While uh, it is are, here. The regular season is coming to a close in, in a couple weeks, and um, a lot of top players are, are getting into vacation now. Yeah. Um, Everyone is hurt. I, I mean, if you're a Lakers fan, uh, this is nothing new to you. Um, it's been – Anthony Davis even played in the year 2021. Does anyone know? I don't even remember. I don't think so. It's I think I so saw long. him in the trailer for Space Jam, but that was like it. <laughs> yeah, and then LeBron's been out for a while now as well. So it's like their team has just been uh, not not the same, but they've, they've done surprisingly well. Uh, but they're not, they're not the only team that has had – these injuries. It seems like everyone is just getting hurt at all times. Uh, just today, the Clippers announced Kawhi will be taking the week off. They gave him a nice little vacation week um, for a toe or a foot issue that's been bothering him. Who knows if this is even if it's something real? I'm sure if it was the playoffs, he'd be playing. Yeah, uh, but right now they're saying, "Hey, take the week off." Yeah, it brings you is, back to the Shaq days. Oh, his toe hurts. It's like, come on. Yeah, does anyone believe that? Uh, and what's funny is, so last year they made a big deal about the the load management. If you remember, that was the oh, yeah. the term, and they tried to punish the Clippers for load management with Kawhi. Kawhi never played in a back to back game, uh, and the NBA is like, you, you can't really do this. This is not fair to the fans. Uh, it's not fan fair to our TV partners that they get these games and then the star players aren't playing. Um, but last year they were able to kind of single out the Clippers. This year. Uh, it's not just Kawhi that's taking Everybody. all these games off. It's 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 everyone. It's it's even like Giannis and stuff. Uh, but like right now, so Kawhi is out. Uh, James Harden has been out for a couple weeks, and they just announced they don't even know when he's going to come back. Which to me says he'll come back game one of the playoffs. Yeah. And then uh, Durant was out for a while, came back, and then got hurt again. Is he re hurt now? He he. Someone kicked him on Sunday and he oh, left the game. Wow. In the uh, head or something? <laughs> no, it's it's just been it's been a very weird season. Everyone seemingly has gotten hurt. Like if you look at the top players, like Jokic is like the only guy that plays every game, and that's because he seems like a durable guy. Everyone else just seems like a little baby. Yeah, or this is this is the way it should be. Mm. A lot of people are blaming, blaming the injuries on the condensed schedule, so that. Uh, it actually is smart to rest your guys. Um, I'm I'm not sure if that's entirely uh, the case there. Uh, I don't know if injuries are really up. It just it might seem like it. Yeah, um, I'll tell you why it seems up. <clears throat> because every guy out there gets to wear whatever the hell they damn please to wear versus, you know, they had to suit up before. I'm getting kind of sick of seeing coaches wearing their goddamn sweatpants out there. 
And then, you know, every uh, player who's injured just wearing like a, a tank top and a $50 million necklace. You should have to wear a suit. I, I'm, I'm getting sick of this thing. It, it doesn't bug me when no one's injured, but when half your bench is just wearing goddamn, you know, Tommy Hilfiger or whoever, I, I don't like it. Yeah, I've seen some weird things well, out there. Dudley the other day wearing like a weird like bathrobe or some shit. Like it was half denim and then like the rest was like sweatpant. <laughs> like what the fuck was that? Yeah, and it's it's all over. It used to be like post game had weird like they would wear like costumes. You wear and, like, a big hat. <laughs> and then it became you have all uh, the Sayakum, right? Was it wearing the huge scarf and all that kind of stuff? But he actually dresses it up. He did wear a dress the other day, but I think that was like a native garb kind of a thing. But he's he's yeah. always on the fashionable side. <laughs> so I don't know so much about him. That uh, I just saw that last time he was wearing a dress, but. Well, then it became the the like the pregame thing, like when they're arriving. Yeah, you they wear always get those shots with your tux and yeah, and it's like that became crazy. And now it's just like, oh, if you're not playing, show up in a in whatever you want. And yeah, it's, uh, I don't think that's the reason people are sitting out. <laughs> I don't like I, it though. I it just it's more noticeable that they're out because I mean, LeBron yeah. the other night was wearing like a Picasso shirt or something. Yeah. Well, that was, remember two years ago where LeBron had like a glass of wine when he was injured? Yeah. And everyone's like, what the fuck? You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I don't know. Because when they're in a suit, it's just a lot more like mundane. You're like, oh, yeah, that's one of the coaches probably. But when they're wearing their stuff and it says LeBron and, you know, diamonds on their necklace. Oh, you know who that is? Yeah. yeah and it's, it's just it's more noticeable. And I, I do see why the NBA has a problem with all the people sitting. I don't know if you, you caught uh, the Lakers. Uh, was it Sunday where they played a national TV game against the Jazz? I saw big some of that, yeah. It's always startling because they'll always do that, hey, you can watch it tonight, and then you tune in, and they're just like, psych, we forgot where you lived. You, oh. we were sent to, uh, you sent this an air to us. God. Now that was just on ABC, I think. I think yeah, that time I got that. to watch it, but that yeah. happens on TNT. Oh, oh, yesterday they played the Jazz as well. I'm talking about yeah, there's a big yeah national TV game where I mean obviously the Lakers guys weren't going to be there, so we knew they were hurt. So then the Jazz were like, and Donovan Mitchell got hurt, and Gobert. So then the Jazz yeah were like, all right, just everyone take the fucking night off. Who cares? And Ursan Ilyasova was like their starting center, and it was like, oh my god, and he hit like six threes in a row or something. Yeah, I mean he's good, but he's not a center. <laughs> No, he's not. He's and he's thirty nine years old. Yeah, and that's that's a fake birth certificate. No one, no one even knows really what knows country he's from. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, I'm pretty sure the country he's from like seized to be a country probably like 15 years ago. Yeah, that's what his papers say. Is like, it's like a terminal kind of thing. Like he's stuck. The Republic of Yugoslavia. Like, exactly. Uh, I don't know which one I'm from, but I'm from one of those countries. But. <laughs> All right, we'll send you to Bosnia. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there was just it's like that was the big the big marquee game for the weekend. And it's like, uh, OK, well, we're sorry. We didn't know this was going to happen. And mm-hmm. yeah, but but on the other side, it's fun sometimes to see. I mean, that game, it was it, went I mean, off. It, it felt more even. It's like, OK, the the you know bench versus their bench kind of thing. Yeah. But you, there's all these opportunities for these kind of like lesser known players to go off for 30. Yeah. Because someone has to score. I mean, that's that's the reality is that 
if all your star players are out, well, you're not going to score like 32 points in a game. You're still going to put up in today's NBA. You're still going to get 100. So, yeah, uh, you, you see like random stat lines like who I've never even heard of this guy. And how would he put in 35? But I don't know. It's a, it's a weird it's a weird league. Yes, it definitely is. Although it seems it seems kind of kind of wide open. Uh, I think there's a lot of interesting team this year. So well, you can't um, even like speculate at this point of who is going to you know dominate in the uh, in the playoffs because it's like well you haven't even seen these teams really play yet. Like yeah, LeBron and Anthony Davis haven't been in a game since the bubble. Probably I don't even know. But what are they going to look like when they come back out there? Like you know, same goes for like Ben Simmons has been out. I feel like all the time or. Uh, Tatum's out too half the time. Um, and then Brooklyn's never even been like a full team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Harden, KD, and uh, Irving, I think, have played nine games combined together. Yeah. They just like, just, okay, you're, you're tag, you're out. Tag, you're out. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, if for some, some good news, LaMelo Ball actually has been cleared. So he broke his hand a yeah. few weeks back and it was like, oh, he's, he's done. Uh, but he's they say he'll play next week already. Wow. So uh Charlotte's making a playoff push. Up. Yeah, Charlotte's Charlotte's in the playoff hunt there. Uh they could use him because I mean again, another Charlotte's probably their top player was Hayward and he also got hurt, which I mean, that's what you expect. Yeah, he that's his job. It's like what what do you do out there? Like I'm the guy that could hurt gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that's just my thing. Uh but they'll they'll get him back, so um that that's nice. That's impressive, though, with the broken hand. I mean, imagine that happening to LeBron. A cancel Space Jam 3. Like, he's yeah. done. Well, I mean, he'd come back and he'd wear, he'd be like uh, Luke Skywalker, yeah. where he's got that black glove. I'm like, yeah. what's under there? I can't show you. Yeah, I can't tell you. <laughs> Nike 3D printed this for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but another, another story involving uh, the Nets here. So they lost another player, not to injury, uh, but to retirement. So LaMarcus Aldridge, who had just signed with him not that long ago, uh, he experienced some heart issues during the middle of a game, and uh, he has decided to retire rather than uh, continue on. Um, he's he's in his late thirties. You know, I don't know if he. It's it's if they won the title with him as their ninth best player, that's not going to do all that much for his legacy. Yeah, so I but he, I he still decided, find that to be pretty unprofessional. I mean, he just took this new job and then he quits. <laughs> Yeah, had he even been there two weeks? He probably didn't even know where the bathroom was. Yeah, it's. it's uh, I mean, so I, I, I'm happy that he didn't feel the need to keep playing. Just like, yeah, you know, I'm good. I got to see him play uh, two years ago. Yeah, in his prime. Yeah, no one's really gonna remember. I didn't. I think he had like 30 in one of these games, though. It just when he first signed there, there were a lot of people like panicking, like, oh, they're gonna get everyone. Yeah. It's like, no, chill out. He's he's past his prime yeah it's like oh uh, they then got he had, Blake griffin Woo! yeah and then then he had a good game and it's like oh shit maybe maybe but then uh i guess i guess it took care of itself yeah uh, the devil comes back up from the ground like oh not so fast remember that deal we know. made yeah well um happy retirement to him uh, i think he's one of the, he's he's a fringe hall of fame type guy he's made a lot of all-star teams he was a good player for a lot of years but Never, never like a top 10 guy, you know, the bigs are often forgotten. Yeah. I mean, unless you're Shaq or Embiid or, you know, uh, the Joker, you're just, you're known, but 
not very well. Yeah, I'm trying to think what would be like his comparison from like the 90s or something. Uh, lesser Tim Duncan. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot lesser. Let's, let's be fair to Tim Duncan. Maybe the Admiral. Uh, I don't know why they have to be on the Spurs. Too, but, but either way, Aldridge will be a guy that like 20 years from now, he'll be like, there'll be like five people who are like, you know who is way better than everyone thought was Aldridge. And I mean, he'll like, never yeah. stack up uh, against, you know, senior Sabonis. I mean, just totally different players. You yeah. know, they're both Portland legends. I, I think that that'll be the thing is like, you know, that LaMarcus Aldridge and Damian Lillard played together. It's like, yeah. And that team was like at best a six seed. Um, doesn't mean they're bad, but mm-hmm. well, congratulations to Marcus. Well, yeah, I hope his health uh, issues get solved. Yeah. Drink all the wine you want uh, on the stands. Well, I think a glass of wine is good for you a day. Um, is that Take, is that still the science? Is that still the science? I don't know. Stanley said it in the office. Take baby yeah. aspirin. Yeah, that's the thing. I think I think so. Well, good career. Yeah. Any more NBA talk? Uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about with the NBA here oh, is yes, the New Orleans Pelicans oh. who. Uh, have have some players we like watching. They seem like they should be better, uh, but right now they are three and a half games out of the tenth spot. So and they're in the spots east, important. right? They are not. Oh, they, they are should in the Western be. Conference. How are they west? Well, because that team started in. I don't remember actually now. <laughs> they're like North uh, Carolina or something. Yeah, that was the Charlotte Hornets, and then they moved. At some point, they got realigned to the West when they moved to New Orleans. I just don't get how that's considered the the West. It's close. All the Texas teams are in the Western Conference, and that's close. So Memphis is further east than New Orleans, right? Yeah. They're both on the Mississippi like, River. Are there like three teams in the east? What, what does this even mean? Oh, well, the east is all bunched up in the northeast there. It's silly. Yeah. I mean, they, maybe they could, if you traded like uh, the Bucks and the Bulls to the Western Conference and then traded... The they need a new restructuring East. period because, it, like we've talked about it countless times, it's such bullshit how bad the East is. Well, if you sent Memphis and New Orleans to the East, that's not going to help that much. No, but I'm saying they, they need to do <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, send the Lakers. No. <laughs> send your Clippers. All right. Well, anyways, the Pelicans. They're 11th place, three and a half out of 10th place, which is important this year because of the, the play-in tournament that will be happening. you got to be... If you're in 10th, you uh, get into the play-in tournament. But if you're in 11th, you just your season's over. Uh, so the fact that they're not even in the top 10 is is a huge disappointment. I think everyone expected them to be a top 8 team. And you you can't say that Zion's disappointed. It it would be different if Zion missed three-quarters of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been healthy and he's been great. Also, well, this is bad. basically his first season. Yeah, but... As good as he's been, you would hope that he would be better with with the players that are there already or were there already. Uh, just a big disappointment. They've they've got uh, like Lonzo is good sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. he's bad. I'm, I've never been, been that impressed with him. I mean, he's still he's still a good rotational player. Um, but they, like Steve, they got Stephen Adams this offseason. I don't know why. Why like he's okay as a center, but why that's not going to help you all that much. Uh, that some of, some of the younger guys they had didn't take like a next step here. This Alexander Walker, 
Um, it's like they've got people that belong in the NBA, but it's just not working as a team. Mm-hmm. I would not think they'd be 25 and 32 at this point in the season. Um, I don't know. I, I, there's a lot of teams like this in the NBA where it seems like they should be better. They have more talent. I think the Kings are the same thing. Uh, it's just like they need they need one like they need a winner. You need you need what the Suns did. The Suns were just wow, outside yeah. the playoffs How last year. About them, and you get you get Chris Paul, who's it's not like his numbers are incredible, but it just changes the entire team. Yeah. So, I yeah, they just I, need I, a father figure. Yeah, and it JJ Redick wasn't it. Yeah, he's, he I don't not. see him as I see him more of as like a you know a rogue cowboy out there. He's not gonna. Say he's he's going to seek, uh, you know, shelter on his own. You're you're fend for yourself. He's I think a he's a professor. Shooter. JJ Redick is more of a professor who's really more into his research than teaching his students. Yeah. And then I don't know what their next big veteran will be. Stephen Adams, who is, um, and he's a farmer. <laughs> he is. He actually is. I think. Yeah, I think he's also the guy. Like, well, he's your uncle. If you ever get into trouble. He knows some shady people. Yeah, he'll back you up. And he'll also like drive a car and do like a wall and beat someone up. Yep. We all know the type. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, but clearly that team, it's not working out. And I don't know if that's the coach's fault, but I expect more. He's a and, brand new coach too, right? Van Gundy? Well, for this year. He's also, yeah, to the team. I don't mean yeah. as a whole. And and he's been coaching for you. I mean, there's never been a brand new coach in the NBA, Andy. Well, there's been first time head coaches. The way you interpreted it. Yeah, he's not a first time head coach. No, he's a first very year for seasoned. The team. Yeah, but maybe. maybe yeah, I imagine we'll see out. some, uh, you know, changes uh, in that team in the off season. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the NBA wants them to be a marquee team. They want. They want an excuse to give uh, Zion like 19 national TV games a year. Yeah. But not not good this year. Maybe next year. We'll see. Any more basketball? Uh, that's that's it. I don't think anything Alrighty. has happened in the 10 minutes since yeah. I last checked. Well, how about we talk uh, MLB? Okay. Um, there was another no-hitter this week. Did you know that? I did not. The second one of the season. So we forgot to talk about the first one. So Joe Musgrove of the Padres pitched the uh, the first one. The first one in Padres history. Uh, that happened around two weeks ago. And we forgot to talk about it, even though we talked about the Padres. Whoa. Uh, so so apologies to... You blew that uh, one, Andy. The whole Padres family out there. But um, I, that was an underrated move that they got him. They they acquired Snell and Yu Darvish in the offseason. But they also got Musgrove, who's a, who is good... Good potential. He was with the Astros when they won the World Series, and then they uh, he got traded uh, for Garrett Cole. I mean, it wasn't just him for Garrett Cole, but he was, I think, the centerpiece of that trade. So he had a lot of talent. Just didn't work out in Pittsburgh, which seems to be the case for everyone in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a bad organization, so it's always a good move to try to go out and get people from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so far, he's he's been good for the Padres. He's through their first no hitter in in their franchise history, which I think it was the longest any franchise had gone without one. Um, it's been fifty something years, I think, for the Padres have existed. So uh, they got they got their first one. Uh, so congratulations! Sorry we forgot. Uh, but then Ooh. also, 
just a week ago, the White Sox Carlos Rodon threw a no-hitter. Um, and it is not the first no-hitter for the White Sox. They actually have the second most in all of baseball, 20 no-hitters in their franchise history. It's kind of crazy, and a lot of people who threw them weren't like star players for them. Uh, but but Rodon is a – he was a really good prospect, a high draft pick, hasn't put it all together, but clearly had a great game last week. So that's uh, that's neat. And you don't, you don't see – you rarely see two no-hitters in one season, but you see – Two in one week, kind of, kind of crazy. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. Although the White Sox, we were really high on them. Uh, haven't impressed all that much this year. They're uh, the Royals are actually first place in the division, so that's that's something. Not not what I expected, but early baseball. There's not a whole lot of conclusions. I don't think you can you can draw from. Um, and as I say that, uh, let's draw conclusions about the New York Yankees who. Uh, going going into today's games, had the worst record in all of the American League. Whoa. And they were projected to have the best record in all of the American League. Uh, but something's gone wrong with their, their team here. That is just not as uh, as good as, as they had thought. They have they still have all this like young talent. They have superstars, uh, but it has not produced this year. Mm-hmm. And that's something that <laughs> causes a great panic. Uh, if you know the Yankees fans are uh, they're they're used to success and they're crazy. They're all from it's it's not a good thing for the Yankees to be bad. It's yeah causes a, a lot of stress to America's biggest city. Yeah, uh, we need we need those people <laughs> and all their uh, you know people that just pop up. You know, whenever yeah. the Yankees come to town, you can rest assured that there's going to be a whole bunch of New Yorkers wearing their gold necklace, shouting in their, you know, accent. Yeah. So I think sometimes it's nice to celebrate uh, popular teams being bad because it's like, ah, yes, we deserve. But uh, maybe Yankees, if they were, I'm never going to root for them to win a, a World Series again. But when they're when they're bad, their their fans uh, get very vocal and make it less fun for everyone else. So yeah. uh, they did win today. So. There hasn't been any uh, murders, I don't think, in response. <laughs> That's good. To their, their play, but uh, and and I mean the sad thing is we we got we got to look out for our own. The Yankees manager Aaron Boone, Villa Park High School. Oh, um, he might be the next murder victim. They they are not happy Whoa. with uh, how he has managed the team. Although in my mind, baseball managers don't really mean that much. Like they tell pitchers to come out and like well they get to dress like they're gonna play. So that's yeah. Fun. Yeah, but I don't know what it means. It's also the Yankees are six and ten. It's Ooh. fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's early. There's five hundred more games to see. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, I don't want to draw too many conclusions, but um, they might never lose a game again this season, Andy. They'd be you know, yeah. first place. One hundred and fifty-two and ten. Uh, that would definitely be a record. It would take a lot of. Consecutive wins. I definitely feel break the record. Awfully silly after that happens. <laughs> yeah, uh, it'll be hard to catch. Hard to catch the Dodgers though. The Dodgers only have four losses on the season. So, oh, can, can you really see the Dodgers losing six more games this season? Probably I don't know not. About that. Yeah, I know you I can't. Know. Yeah, they'll be favored in every game ever. Well, uh, that's that's really all I have for the Yankees here. Uh, I'd say 
uh, for all those fans that have been dying here with this rough start to just relax. Yeah, let it work itself out. You're not the Detroit Tigers. Yeah. Just remember that at all times. <laughs> all right. Uh, any more baseball? Or are we getting into this uh, crazy soccer? Well, yeah, we got to talk about this soccer story. It's a uh, it's a big one. It's you know we're not the biggest soccer soccer guys here, uh, but we have we have been covering soccer uh, lately because of the Champions League that's been going on. Uh, well, this story that that's happened over this past week has been just insane, and it has a lot to do with the Champions League and plans to replace it. So, uh, one of the reasons we cover the Champions League is because it's pretty important. It's a big deal. It's very popular throughout Europe and through in everywhere, really. But it's it is a European tournament. It is European clubs that participate in it, um, and people don't seem to have too much of a problem with it. They like it, yet. Uh, there were plans by a bunch of clubs to uh, replace it or not necessarily replace it, just start their own thing and then see what happens with the Champions League. And they're like, hey, that doesn't mean we're not replacing it. They could still have their tournament, but uh, we want to do our own thing. So uh, it was announced that this uh, they were calling it the Super League. The European Super League uh, was going to Weird. start, I believe, next year with their, their first tournament. So, and the teams that were going to be involved made it a legitimate big deal. I included six uh, Premier League teams and then uh, three of the best teams in Spain and Italy. Um, so it was pulling like the biggest contenders for the Champions League. And so for them to say like, oh, they could still have it. It's like, well, you're just taking like the biggest. It's like taking the West in the from world. the NBA. Yeah, and it's like, well, you could still have an Eastern Conference. We're just going to do our own thing. So no one was happy. <laughs> uh, the, so the fans, so so first of all, like, yeah, there were teams that said no thanks. So all the teams in Germany, so like Bayern Munich, just said like, uh, no thanks, we'll stay with this thing. Uh, there was never any report on what uh, any of the teams in France were going to do. Uh, but then also any, any teams from any of the other leagues, like who – Never really have a chance in the in the Champions League, but at least they weren't even going to be invited to this thing. This was like invite only. Like, hey, we're going to do our own things with all the big money teams, and uh, you know the rest of you can get fucked. And that mm-hmm. was their attitude, <laughs> and it did not go over well. Uh, you know, team team like fan clubs were uh, protesting the ownership and saying, "You guys fucked this up." And then, uh, I mean, like one of the things that people were upset about is like. Arsenal, which is a lower tier Premier League team, kind of like paid into it, basically. Like, yeah, that's a great idea. And it's like they never have a chance of even being in (laughs) of making the Champions League. And uh, it's like, well, they get a spot because, well, I guess they're going to pay for it. Uh, So Arsenal is owned by um, Stan Kroenke, the Rams owner and the owner of the um, whatever stadium you want to call. What is that stadium even called? I don't even know. But, you know, that thing mm-hmm. uh, in Inglewood there. So it's like that's a lot of money there. So it's like it's like they paid their way into this thing. Uh, Sway SoFi, right? Yes, yes. There okay. it is. Uh, and don't, I guess, just don't, don't fuck with soccer. Like unless you really know it's going to go over well. Like it just seems so stupid that they didn't like 
poll people and be like, so what would you think about doing this? Uh, because <laughs> people were furious. And I don't even know, did they consult the players on this? I don't know, did the players want this? Imagine they'd get some people involved, right? Yeah. They're Chris Paul over there. Yeah. Did like Obama get to call them and tell them to strike or anything like that? Give them the news. Yeah. What's the Uh, word? But there, there is some, I guess, some logic to what they were trying to do is that nobody really likes the organizations that run soccer so that... The UEFA, that's who runs the Champions League. So that's like the European Football Association, which is just, it's still part of FIFA, which is like the most corrupt organization you can imagine. I guess you can probably blame Ted Lasso. Is that it? He, yeah. I don't know if his team was going to be at this though. Well, season two is coming. Perhaps. Yeah. That, they could work that into a storyline. Like he, it's his, his creation. Although I believe the, okay, so the organizers... Uh, headed by the Real Madrid president Florentino Perez, so this is this is who wanted it was uh, some of the people from the Spanish league. Um, well, this morning, I believe it was Chelsea pulled out of it, Whoa. which was like oh, that's crazy. I mean, Chelsea is one of the, one of the top ones. They said no, no, no we we're we're not going to do it, and they're 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 currently still alive in this year's Champions League. Uh, but that was a big deal. Like all these these. Premier League teams have already agreed to it. Uh, yeah, and then said all the, the German teams said, like, we were we were invited and we told them no. Uh, and then just, just somewhat recently, um, all of the Premier League teams that were going to be there said, we're not doing it anymore, that there was too much pushback. Uh, and since that was half of the, the pool of teams at this point, uh, this thing seems dead in the water. Like, I don't I don't know what they go, where they go from here. Make a G League or something. Well, I mean, obviously, you can't. You're not going to do a separate tournament that's just the teams from Spain and Italy, and no. they play each other every year. Like, and then they're not in the Champions League. Like, that's yeah. their fans will not accept that, uh, especially because they're competitive in this. So <laughs> it's it, it's funny how something could blow up so quick. Sounds like a Bitcoin. Yeah, it's just well, I mean, Bitcoin's at least was successful. <laughs> this well, was like not the one and only Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, crypto currency. Yeah, I mean, this is like Fire Festival or something to me. I guess mm-hmm. the fire. If this thing continued on and went on with like three teams, then it would really be at the Fire Festival. But like, yeah, it's like this is a disaster. This was a total failure, <laughs> and it's not like it, like I said, it's not like the UFO are the good guys here. Um, but people were mostly okay with the product. They like they like the games. They like the tournament, and they're they're even they were had plans to expand the tournament to thirty six teams in the twenty twenty four twenty twenty five year. Hmm. Uh, so there were it's like they wanted to be more inclusive, and these guys are like we want to do our own thing, and it just it's so it's like tone deaf. It's like that's not what people like about this. People like that it's. Uh, like any team can be in it if you qualify. We don't like saying, "Oh, here's the, the teams that matter," because that that I think that's the biggest problem with soccer is that it's just there's there's the there really only are certain teams that that matter. Uh, but this adds this adds some more competition the the Champions League. So well, I don't then know. you see it as a win in that way. 
yeah, I mean, well, Champions League will go on. I'm, I'm sure they will survive. Yes. Well, it's and, a little drama for your mama, but everything. Uh, yeah, came out. I, w- okay. I wish Tony was here to. Uh, talk yeah, he'd provide more insight further about it. You know, I was out uh, there and I was speaking with Zlatan, and he told me this. Yeah. And, uh, He's out in the field. I'm sure there was like five statues that went down that we don't even know about. Yeah. I mean, there's revolutions. Mm-hmm. There's that uh, that cop siren that's only in Europe. Yeah. There's was probably a lot of that. Eon, right? Yeah. <laughs> How weird. Yeah. Why did their study show that that was more effective than ours? They never caught Matt Damon, though, so... They never catch any of the spies. That's (laughs) all movies tell you to lead you to believe that any given place in Paris, uh, Italy and all of England, there's it's spies. That's it. Terrorists and spies. It's every person there. Yeah. And everyone who doesn't look like a Russian is actually secretly a Russian. Yeah. So it's got to be scary. Yeah. Write that down. Well, anything else to add to this uh short but sweet pod no uh not not a huge amount of news uh next week the draft the draft's next week the 29th so uh we'll talk more about that all right you know give you give you some uh talk about some prospects there who we think will go high but uh that'll be that'll be for next week so we'll have another episode before that draft and then after that we can actually talk about the picks that actually did happen Mm, very good there, there, there's stuff coming. There's there's good stuff coming, but well, stay tuned for that. But yeah. uh, for now, you've been listening to episode 215 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me we had Off Road Andy. Thank you. We'll see you later.